Hello, and welcome to the Own Your Intuition podcast. My name is Kelly Rich, and I am your host. I'm an intuitive soul reader, seeress, writer, and educator. The Own Your Intuition podcast is a place where you will discover conversations on intuition, spirituality, women's health and wellness, and a sprinkling of business guidance for entrepreneurs, creators, and healers who believe in serving from their hearts for the greater good of all beings everywhere. My intention with this show is you either learn something new, you hear something that sparks a deep remembrance inside of you, or you simply receive a healing that helps you to awaken your intuition and the truth within you. To work with me in a one-on-one capacity, in a mentorship, my online school, or an event, go to my website, thekellyrich.com. And of course, you can stay connected on Instagram at the Kelly Rich. From my heart to yours, thank you for being here. This is the Own Your Intuition podcast. Welcome. I am currently gearing up for the sold out Own Your Intuition retreat happening in Maine. And I opened up one-on-one in-person readings throughout the weekend for all of the attendees. And I thought now would be a great time to address one of the number one questions I've been getting for years ever since I transitioned out of my office in 2020. And the question is, are digital soul readings as effective and powerful as in-person readings? And my simple answer is yes. My longer answer now comes. My work and the modality of soul reading itself is not confined to time and space. No matter where I find myself professionally, I feel like my soul is a dancer between realms. Whether I'm sitting at my sewing machine, I'm writing, I'm taking a walk, I'm facilitating a reading, I'm creating a retreat, I'm crafting a course. I'm always kind of in this place where I'm able to have one foot here and one foot in the spirit world. This has been my reality for as long as I can remember. When you come to sit with me for a soul reading, whether it's in person or digitally, the work is the same. I am the same. You are the same. I don't need to see you or be with you physically to receive information or to have it be more or less effective. That's just, that's just not how it works. My work tends to be very energetic based. I remember when I started seeing more people online after 2020, I realized how much simpler actually everything was for me when it came to facilitating healing and readings. And I honestly feel like I was picking up a little bit of the energy of others that felt like they needed to see me for it to work. Like somehow it can't 
can't work if, if you can't see me or I can't see you. And I realized pretty quickly when everything transitioned hundred percent online for me that, wow, what a lie, what a, what an illusion actually. And I started to feel blessed actually, because I could tune into your energy when you're home in your office, in your car, in your favorite place in nature, wherever you are. And there's a certain kind of relationship you have to that place wherever you are when we meet. So that's always been kind of cool to be able to tune into to that as well, if need be, if it comes up during the session. That being said, someone could be sitting in their car and they, they feel like there are ghosts in their house or they're having really beautiful spiritual experiences with the birds in their yard or whatever it is with their home. Even though they're not in their home when they're having the reading with me, I can still tune into that, that space. Sometimes I'll see a visual of this space and I'll see what's going on. Um, I really use all of my senses in a reading. I've talked about this on another episode, so I won't get too, too far into that. Some of my friends who do similar work need to see at least a photo of someone and see their eyes. Some some of my friends need to or prefer really to be in person. They find that it's easier for them that way, or they just like the person being there for whatever reason. For me, and this is all I can really speak to is myself and my experiences, I very much enjoy being online. If I didn't, I wouldn't do it. Things flow so simply and and easily. I find it's like I'm even less distracted by the physicality of someone online because I'm just tuning into the pure energy that's coming forward. I, I'm not seeing a person walk into the space and seeing how they walk and their posture and their body language and what they're wearing and there's all the things, you know, sometimes that can be a distraction. And I find that there are a lot of readers who kind of read all of those things. But for me, that's, that's not the kind of level that I'm facilitating a soul reading at although that information can sometimes be helpful with the visions and the information that comes forward i'm not i'm not using really the physical the physical realm if you will during the soul reading i'm working with the spirit base and energetic base for example if you've come you've likely heard me talk about a body scan and a body scan is like an energetic imprint that i sometimes receive visually from a person uh, or their guides and see what's happening in the physical body and if anything needs to be talked about or discussed with that person. I have clients all over the world in many different time zones and I'm sharing this with you because we do not need to be in the same country. We don't need to see the same time on the clock as one another for the energy to flow. For me, it's all the same. It's all the same. And yes, it's fun time to time to facilitate soul readings for people as, you know, an extra hand of support during retreats, events, and doing pop-ups here and there. But for now, I'm sticking solely to online. That's what feels really good to me. So when you come for a soul reading, 
how I can describe this in a simple way, it's kind of like a piece of me that I get to share with you and you with me. It's like we're creating this really unique ceremony together that can never be duplicated and it will never happen again. I have clients who come to see me in different durations. Right now, I have clients I've been working with for years. A few of them I see monthly, some of them I see twice a month, some people come on their birthdays, some come seasonally, they like to come around the equinoxes and the solstices. Some people like to come when they're going through transitions in their life and they really need support in some way. So the duration of like how many times you can come is totally up to you. I trust that when you are called to come sit with me, you'll find your way here. Every session is completely different too, you know? If you have ever had a soul reading, you've likely heard me talk about past lives, maybe. They don't always come up, but sometimes. Or maybe you've asked questions about next steps in your life or relationships with other people, just as a few examples. When a past life vision comes in, I'm not like living in that era. For example, if the vision shows me the year or um, the time, right? Say, for example, it's the 1600s. I'm not there necessarily, right? I'm, I'm here. I'm in this body as Kelly at this time, the year of 2023. But in a way, energetically, it is like an energetic foot in that realm, in that time, and one here. My job is to relay the information through my voice. My job is to get out of the way. I can get out of the way and use my voice, whether we're in person or we're online. Time and space are not confined by my work in the world. My work is not confined by time or space. Therefore, it doesn't matter whether you're in person or on a screen, on the phone, even email. I have definitely given advice and suggestions through email, through writing. Sometimes I even write little notes intuitively that channel through for people and give them out. And it's, it's like a mini, mini soul reading, if you will. Yet that person never says one word to me. I don't need to see you for the work to work. My work is so, it's growing. It's growing in a way that I feel like I'm becoming freer and freer. This episode honestly feels like a way to be freer so that I can really clear up any misconceptions about soul readings, this one tiny layer of what I offer to the world. Really, my work in a whole is a tiny layer. I'm so much more than my work and what I do for others in this way. I'm becoming aware that my energy is so tied into my work, however. And how sacred it is to create something and to invite you to come kind of into my portal. Ooh, it's even just saying that to you, it's like, 
I feel expanded. I feel, I feel free. <laughs> I don't know how else to say it. It's, it's a freedom to, to clarify what I do and what I do not do. And honestly, this question about the effectiveness of in-person versus digital soul readings is always a really interesting one to get because honestly, what I wish more people would ask me is how can I prepare for this session? How can I, as the receiver, prepare for this experience? How can I get out of the way? Because it is, it is a relationship. It's a ceremony we're creating together. So it's not just about how I show up. It's, it's about how you show up too. My number one tip beyond what is, what is listed already on my website, maybe I'll do another episode on this to get really into it, but just the one thing from this, right? This question, how can you prepare, is to really practice releasing expectations of how you think it should go and what you think you should hear. Sometimes people come, and I. Th- this happens less and less as the years go on, to be honest. But in the beginning, I was kind of attracting this energy in where people were coming and it was like, they've already decided, they already decided things yet they were asking me anyway, or they were bringing forward questions or energy where they didn't actually want to hear what I had to say or what was coming through. It was like, they wanted to hear what they wanted to hear. And if they didn't hear that, then, well, I'm just done here. And that hasn't happened in a really long time time and I'm I'm grateful for that. And I understand that I needed to learn from that energy. I needed to stand my ground and be clear on who I want to work with and who I do not want to work with. And it's not that I won't work with people who have a lot of expectations, but I find that it's more enjoyable for the both of us if there's more of this like open-minded field that we both can tap into it's the same for me. If I have expectations on how I think it should go, then I've already like, it's not a soul reading anymore. It's, it's not the work, you know, I really suggest being as open as possible. And of course you can have certain expectations, but I think letting go of what you think needs to happen is where real magic can come through. I can always tell how open someone is, by the way, in which like I can tell in many different ways. One of the ways I'll share with you is by the way in which the information comes through and how I, how I'm receiving the information. If someone is really closed minded or they just, they don't even want to be there and they're actually not receptive to the medicine. It's super clear to me. It's this is more of a distraction than say me being in the United States and you across the world in Japan in a completely different time zone and we're talking via email, right? You coming and not wanting to be there is more of a distraction energetically. Like the way the information flows is so different. It's such a sacred thing to get to share this work with the world and I take none of it for granted. I acknowledge all of the women who came before me who could not do this work or the ones who had to hide their gifts, the way they danced between realms and worlds out of fear for their own safety and the safety of their loved ones. Every time I cross dimensions, I go on a journey 
I receive a download, I channel, which really is every day and every moment of my life, to be honest. The way that I weave between worlds and relay information, the way I am, like this is who I am. I'm not soul readings. I'm not that. I'm not this. It's something that I've created in this partnership with the divine. But as a, as a, as a person, as a soul at this time, it's how I relate to spirit. It's, is who I am. Soul readings are a way I get to share who I am with you, a piece of who I am with you. And every time I cross dimensions and weave between worlds and relay information, I feel like I am supported by all the women who came before me and all the ones who will come after me that are just like me. The love transmitted during a soul reading is a true blessing, and I am honored to do this work. I am honored every single time I get to sit with you. I am honored every time you return for the medicine of a soul reading. It's such a blessing to receive this medicine, both me and you. My calendar is currently open for one-on-one digital soul readings, and I cannot wait to sit with you. Thank you for being a part of the Own Your Intuition community. Be sure to subscribe to the show to stay up to date on all the fresh new episodes coming your way. If there was something you loved from today's podcast episode, please share it with your friends and your loved ones. You can tag me at the Kelly Rich on Instagram. Writing your review and sharing the podcast is a great way to practice reciprocity. I appreciate you sharing the love. I look forward to connecting with you very soon.